What does it mean to be invincible? Well, it simply means you can't be subdued, you can't be overcome, and you definitely can't be conquered. To be resilient, courageous, strategic, and skilled in everything that's thrown at you in life. I'm Sharon Pakir, and I'd like to welcome you to the Invincible Podcast, where we discover the mastery of skills for work and life, mindset grows for ultimate strength, and listen to the inspiring voices of some amazing humans who have been invincible in their own way. Are you ready to get invincible? Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to the Invincible Life Academy. It is me, Sharon, once again, here in your ears with a solo episode. Now, we're actually going to have solo episodes for the next five weeks. And the reason we're going to do this is I want to talk to you more about something that's really, really dear to my heart. Now, if you follow me on social media, you will know that I've been gearing up to launch the Invincible Life Academy, my six-month coaching program that is perfect for any human being who wants to up-level at life. We're almost ready to launch the Academy. We're going to kick it off in September, which gives us the next six weeks to talk about the Academy and tell you all about it. I don't want to spend this whole podcast telling you about the Academy because it would be a little bit strange. But what I do want to do is spend the next few episodes taking you through what I consider to be a blueprint for invincible living. Why? Well, first of all, I've been coaching for a long, long time now, and I have so much experience in such a range of topics. And 10 years of coaching has led me to design what I think is a really great blueprint for anyone who wants to up-level in life in all facets, but doesn't know where to start. What is the blueprint? Well, it's simply something that takes you through all the aspects of life we could seek growth, learning, development, education in, and also a listing of life skills of various categories that we probably never learned as children and we never understood how to do until we became an adult and just learned by watching other people do it. The Invincible Blueprint that I'm about to take you through is actually the basis of the Invincible Life Academy. Without the blueprint, the Academy wouldn't exist. And so I thought, let's give you the blueprint. Let's tell you all about how to uplevel your life in every single way. Let's let you walk away knowing all that you need to do and all you need to learn about and seek out in order to become great humans. And then whether or not you come to the Life Academy, whether or not you end up doing coaching with me, as long as it's helped you and as long as it's guided you and given you a little bit of structure in your development journey, I'm a happy woman. So without further ado, let's start. Let's kick off the Invincible Blueprint over a few episodes. Now, if you've done any of my coaching programs, you will know that I always start with a couple of the same things. And it's what I call self-discovery. The Invincible Blueprint, or rather my guide to living life in an invincible way, always, always starts with self-discovery. Why? I mean, a lot of people say to me, but Sharon, I know who I am. I know myself. Why are you asking me all these questions? Now, here's the thing. I think we all do know ourselves, but I think that the older we get and the more we dive into adulthood and the more we go along the paths of work, life, business, children, no children, relationships, I think we tend to lose bits of ourselves with different experiences. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that with every experience, we grow. We grow immensely. We learn. We expand ourselves. We grow into new versions of ourselves all the time. But how many times do we sit back, take stock and go, well, in which experiences did I come out a little bit more bruised, a little bit more battered, a little bit more damaged, a little bit like I've shed parts of my old self that I want to get back? How many times have you had a poor experience in life and walked out feeling like you didn't recognize yourself anymore? Or like you've changed into a new human being, but you just didn't have time to go exploring who this new human being was because life can get a little relentless and it can get really busy. And often we spend our time doing, 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 achieving, 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 getting past issues and difficult experiences rather than 
reflecting on them and considering them. And somehow, at some stage, we can end up a little bit lost. Now, maybe we feel a little bit lost. Maybe we feel a lot lost. I don't know. Only you know. What is important in the self-discovery module or the self-discovery growth path is that we consider who we are in a really strategic way. Because, as with anything we do in life, if we don't know ourselves, we can't grow ourselves. The reality is that knowing ourselves, knowing our strengths, our weaknesses, our pathways, our visions, our natural biases, the, where we lean towards in terms of passions and interests, all that serves to create a beautiful knowledge that will only serve us in our journeys forward. So let's talk about it. What does self-discovery actually mean? Now, when I coach people, I always start with values, mission, purpose, and vision. Usually, we have a bunch of exercises and questions and prompts that I ask and take them through that helps them really define this. But for the purpose of this podcast, let me take you through my definitions of each of those. And you can spend some time writing them down and figure out who you are and what you stand for in those realms. So first, as always, we break down our values. I always talk about values as being your own personal rulebook, how we choose to live our life. Now, our values should be something that are very, very important to us and should guide us in all the decisions we make in the world. For example, if we identify as having honesty as one of our core values, then we must make sure that we live by being honest every single day of our life from the micro decisions we make to the macro decisions. Now, the thing is, your values are instilled upon you at a young age. And then usually as we traverse through life, we tend to update, outgrow, you know, improve, increase our understanding of our values through each experience. And the thing about our values is that though we might know them intrinsically, sometimes we haven't sat down and laid them out really explicitly. What does laying your values out explicitly do? Well, it gives you a rule book by which you can live your life. It helps you make decisions quickly and easily. It helps you understand what to do in difficult circumstances. But most importantly, it guides you with a really strong inner compass as to direction you want to take in your life, as well as the distance you want to go in each aspect of your life. Your values are everything. Now, some people say to me, oh, Sharon, I've got 10 values. I live my life by 15 values. Now, I'm going to ask you to just list five values usually. There are, of course, methods to draw the values out of you, to understand how you prioritize them, to understand how you came to hold those values in the first place, to figure out which of those values are serving you versus not serving you and perhaps need to be updated or perhaps you've outgrown them. Identifying your values is the first pathway to self-discovery and it's the most important pathway. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is mission and purpose. Now, not to be confused with each other, but they are very much interlinked. Figuring out your mission and purpose is like figuring out why you wake up every day, why you go on to do the things you do each day. And it really helps us understand our priority in terms of where we put our effort, energy and time. It helps us understand why we want to make connections with the people that we do. It helps us to identify the jobs and the career paths that we want to take. Figuring out our mission and purpose is probably our most important thing to do right after understanding our values. Because whilst your values tell you about who you are internally and help you guide yourself from an inward viewpoint, your mission and purpose will help you understand how you need to connect with the world and engage with all the things that that you're meant to do in the world, you know, make connections with people, understand human beings, figuring out where you're meant to live, what you're meant to do, your mission and purpose should guide all of that. And lastly, in that trifecta, we've got your vision. Now, your vision for the world doesn't have to be grandiose. Your vision for the world does not have to be, you know, be the send 50 people up to the moon. It doesn't have to be like that at all. Your vision can simply be the impact that you want to see your being have on the world. 
And so I might call it your ripple effect. If you were a pebble that was thrown into the water, what would your ripple effect be? What would your legacy be? What do you want to leave people with? when you are done on this earth. Now, the vision is a really scary one because most of us, we're just bumbling through life trying to get by, right, on a daily basis. We're not sitting there going, oh gosh, today, how am I going to fulfill my legacy? But what I will say is the day that you identify and clearly articulate your vision and legacy will be the day that you start putting your effort and energy into things that have real priority in your life and understanding what your ripple effect is, which is incredibly powerful in everything that you do. Now, the next stage of self-discovery will be figuring out who the hell you are. Yes, you now know your values, your internal compass, your mission, your purpose, and your vision. But what do you like? Who do you like? What kinds of things make your soul light up and make you happy? What are your hobbies? How do people see you? How do you present yourself? What is the image of you in your own brain? And how does that image tie up with how everyone else sees you too? How do you relate to people? What are your natural strengths and weaknesses? What is your superpower? What is the energy you bring into a room and you bring to people as soon as they meet you and talk to you? These are so crucial to understanding our impact on the world and what we can do with them. When we know our strengths, then we will know how to use them. And when we know who we are, then we will figure out very, very quickly how we want to spend our time and what we want to do with our life. Figuring out who you are outside of your values, mission, purpose, and vision is like saying the values, mission, purpose, and vision are like your structure and the who the hell are you part of it is like the padding that goes on outside. It's like the foundation of a building and then the who you are is actually the building part of it. Now, after we do this and then and only then do I start taking everyone through the concept of alignment. What is alignment? Well, it is combining all of those things together your values, mission, purpose, and vision, figuring out how you're currently maybe not living by them and how you can live by them better, figuring out what's taking you away from living by those things and figuring out how you are living by those things and really being proud of that as well. Alignment means understanding who you are and in living your life truer to who that person might be. If you like a certain thing, it might encourage you or catalyze you or motivate you to go closer towards that thing in your daily life. If you can figure out who you are and what your values, mission, purpose, and vision are, it might help you understand why you currently feel a little bit despairing in a situation that you're in, and it might encourage you to remove yourself from that situation or perhaps change that situation up. Alignment simply means shifting your viewpoint of the world, your viewpoint of who you are, what you are, and what you want to do with your life and aligning it with the environment that you're in and putting yourselves in situation where you are allowed to thrive. It's like it's a bit like having a house plant and finding the perfect spot in your home for it, you know, with the right amount of light, the right amount of care, and knowing what the characteristics of the plant are so that they can thrive in the spot you've placed them. Alignment is what allows us to live what I call a fulfilled life. And why is this so important? Well, first of all, don't we all want to be happy? Don't we all want to be fulfilled in life? I don't think anyone out there says, no, no, I'm just living my life and I don't want to be happy. It's not important to me. What I will say is that living a fulfilled life will help us feel a lot more resilient when things don't go our way. Why? Because we can sit and conclude and say, well, life is pretty damn good in all other aspects. So just because this one thing hasn't gone my way doesn't mean I'm not happy in my life. I'm sure we've all gone through periods where something's gone wrong in our life and it felt like the walls were crashing down. Understanding these self-discovery portals into your soul 
And understanding how you can align these self-discovery facets of you to a life that you want to live, and then actually going out and taking action to live the life you want to live, makes us very resilient to catastrophe. It makes us very resilient to the walls crashing down feeling of despair. And it makes us really, really resilient to things not going our way. And that's why that's important. After self-discovery, I usually take anyone who does coaching with me through what I call sense of self. Now, sense of self is very different to self-discovery. I know it sounds the same, but bear with me. Self-discovery is about understanding who you are, what you need, and where you want to go. Sense of self is about understanding your levels of self-esteem, your self-awareness, what you need in terms of self-care, what motivates you and catalyzes you into action, making decisions, and understanding how you want to engage with the world around you. So let's go through it. Let's go through all of those things. Now, first of all, self-esteem. I don't need to tell you that we all go through periods where we feel insecure, vulnerable, like we don't believe in ourselves, like the world doesn't believe in us, and like we are silly for wanting to be brave and courageous in the way we live. How many times have you spoken to yourself in a way that was a little bit inner critic, harsh, judgy? How many times have we spoken to ourselves in a way that indicates that we don't trust ourselves or perhaps we don't back ourselves? How many times have we talked ourselves out of doing something because it was too outrageous, too bold, and you didn't feel like you could step into your power? Self-esteem, I think personally, is the biggest determinant of whether we will go on to achieve our life's mission, purpose, and vision. I think we can all agree with that. Why have we held ourselves back from our dreams? Because we doubted ourselves. And so I usually tend to work with my clients on self-esteem right after we've identified the values, mission, purpose, and vision, and who you are and your strengths and weaknesses. Why? Because your self-esteem is an opinion. Okay? So the first things that we worked on, values, mission, purpose, vision, who the hell are you? Those things are clear in your head and mind. But self-esteem comes from a critical point of view within our own brain. And often self-esteem or our inner critic, as I like to call it, will view your values, mission, purpose, and vision as secondary to the job of critiquing ourselves. And what we need to do is flip that. We need to flip it so that our self-esteem is something that we keep in check, we keep in control of, and we make sure we don't allow it to control the core values of what we want to do in our life. Now, after understanding our self-esteem levels and sharing lots of toolkits about how we can work in our self-esteem on the daily and understand to have strong sense of self, then I take my clients through self-awareness. Now, what is self-awareness? It's knowing what you are and who you are, obviously, but it's also about being able to, in a detached way, observe ourselves in the wild, as I like to call it. So self-awareness means that you know in a certain situation you're going to react this way. You know that when you talk to people, you impact them in this way. You know that when you say certain things, you are actually being very aligned with your soul. Self-awareness means that you can very much detach from you being inside you and are able to take like almost a third-party viewpoint of what you're doing and whether you're doing it right, wrong, or whether that's the right decision for you, right? Now, self-awareness is a skill. It is not innate. We all like to think we're really self-aware, including myself. However, confirmation bias is real, personal bias is real, and our self-awareness is often directly impacted by our sense of self and self-esteem. And so self-awareness is the next tenet I usually work on with my clients and give them lots and lots of exercises to do to create a really heightened self-awareness and a sensitivity to the way we bring ourselves into the world and how we meet the situations and environments we're in. 
Last in that list is self-care. Now, I don't want you to think of self-care as bubble baths and candles. If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, I think you know that I'm not a big fan of the bubble baths and the candles. Power to you if you love it. I mean, I do like those things, but I don't call them self-care, right? What I do think of as self-care is understanding how we self-soothe ourselves when things go wrong understanding what we need in terms of community care and individual care by ourselves, understanding how to look after ourselves when we've been treated poorly by life, people, or situations, and understanding how to treat ourselves when we're celebrating or being proud of ourselves or being happy. Now, once we understand our self-care mechanisms, our self-esteem and self-awareness will immediately start growing and thriving because like any living thing, care is paramount to our ability to thrive. So self-esteem first, self-awareness next, self-care as the final missing piece. Now, also related to sense of self, I tend to bring my clients through what I call motivators, triggers and blocks, where we do exercises that help us pinpoint what gets that dopamine, serotonin, adrenaline, what that gets that going in our brain so we can take action to live the life we want to live. It's one thing to identify your values, mission, purpose and vision. It's another thing to take action towards it. And I think if you've ever procrastinated in your life, I mean, who hasn't sat there playing smartphone games instead of actually getting on with the task at hand? Um, or scrolling social media, who hasn't? We all have. But if you've ever procrastinated, you will understand the real skill it is to not be distracted, to not allow yourself to be blocked, and to keep yourself motivated in the long term, to understand your triggers that stop that motivation and that stop you from taking action, and to be able to harness your energy when you have it, Understand the timing and your natural flow in your body and your ability to take action and to go forward and create things. And once we understand those, you can see as a building block, it also increases your sense of self. But additionally to that, it increases your self-esteem and self-awareness. If you've been listening this far, you will sort of see that everything I speak about will build onto the previous piece. And so far, we have definitely done this. Now, Then we talk about decisions and detachment. Now, sense of self is very much governed by the decisions that we make. Often we will sit there and think about a decision we made in the past and ruminate and really judge ourselves based on that and also sort of postulate about where the directions we could have gone or would have gone, shoulda, woulda, coulda in our lives had we not taken that decision or had we taken a different decision. Now, understanding our decision-making skill set is truly an educational transformation in itself. When we understand how we make decisions and why we make the decisions that we do, when we understand what we need in terms of making good strategic decisions, and when we can detach from the outcome of what decisions mean for us in the past or in the future, then we have a heightened sense of self because we stop jumping into things when we shouldn't. I mean, obviously, you should always jump into some things, but when we shouldn't, we will understand the impact our decisions make on our sense of self and self-esteem and self-awareness. And we will also start making better decisions that align ourselves to our values, mission, purpose, and vision. Now, once we've completed self-discovery and sense of self, there's, I mean, we're only about a third of the way through the course so far, if you're doing the Life Academy with me, or a third of the way through the blueprint, if you're reading that right now in your hot little hands. But once we understand self-discovery and sense of self, it brings us upon a beautiful pathway where every single thing we can learn about life and how to survive in a world that is increasingly requires us to be resilient, we learn about the tool sets that we need, and we go into life 
understanding so much about who we are and how we can relate to our surroundings that it just brings us so much joy and fulfillment on the daily. But additionally, it helps us to ask for what we need when we need it. And it helps us identify who we are and what we provide to the world as well, which helps us bring our strengths to to the forefront of everything that we do. Now, today I'm going to end off here because you've spent 20 minutes listening to me about part of the Invincible Blueprint. If you love what I'm talking about today, and I'm really hoping you do, because I think if you're on this podcast, you're a bit of a nerd like me about life. You can actually download the whole Invincible Blueprint from my website, jumponsharonpakir.com. And if you jump on the blueprint sort of pop-up that comes on, you will receive it in your mailbox. And you will receive not just what we talked about today, but the entire blueprint that I believe that every human being needs across their personal life and their professional life in order to feel really invincible no matter what gets thrown at us throughout our being. Next week, I'm going to come back on and talk about the next two segments of your Invincible Blueprint. Bear in mind that every single thing we talk about in the Invincible Blueprint is covered off in the Invincible Life Academy. And so for the last minute, I'd just like to tell you a little bit more about the Life Academy so you know, because it's coming, it's coming. The Invincible Life Academy is launching in just a week. It's a six-month program where people get coached by me very much directly, live and individualized. And you'll get all of this framework and more divided up into really, really strong modules that are filled with toolkits and exercises that will take you through all of this stuff in a way that you never thought would be so simple, yet so transformational and really in-depth. Now, if this sounds interesting to you, again, hop on my website, jump on my Instagram, jump on my LinkedIn, and drop me a message, and I'd be more than happy to tell you all about it. For now, though, I'm going to say goodbye and see you next week where we're going to talk more about the Invincible Blueprint, your guide to life. Thank you for being here and see you next week. Ready to up level in every part of your life? The Invincible Life Academy, my six-month signature program designed to help every human being live powerfully, bravely, courageously in all aspects of their life, is about to open its doors. We will kick off the program on the 20th of September, and in the next few weeks, you will hear more and more about the Invincible Life Academy and how it can transform your life. Maybe you like the sound of it, maybe you don't. If you do want to hear more about it, simply hop into any of my social media channels or jump on my mailing list on my website, www.sharonpakir.com for more information. I can't wait to see you there if you feel called. See you next time.